This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash RedBullRant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Once Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 168. We play football. That's right. It's indeed football. We prefer Let's to play, play football. football. Not hand egg, which I say that ironically, hopefully. <laughs> um, so... If you don't know where that line comes from, should I, should I just say it? Sure. I was, okay, yeah. I was about to say go look it up, but I feel like I should say it now. Yeah, go look it up. That was from Bradley Wright Phillips posting comments talking about how DC didn't want to pl- actually play soccer or football on Sunday. <laughs> and you know what? I don't blame him because DC wanted to make that a very ugly game. And they're tackle ball. They, yeah, they were playing something that wasn't soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. But uh, the Red Bulls were able to... Uh, survive, actually put put them away late. Uh, one nothing on Sunday, two nothing aggregate for the series for the Red Bulls advance. Um, I think I feel like they're the first supporter shield team in a few years to make it past the first round. I could be wrong about that, but um, let's get right into this one. That's our likes and dislikes. Pat, you're up first. What did you dislike about uh, this game? And actually, if you want, you can give a dislike for the series too. Okay. Um, no, I'll just stick with the game. Uh, my, my dislike would, I guess, just have to be the game sucked. It was so <laughs> boring. And that's, you know, thank very. Uh, that's the big thank you that you give DC United for that. Um, you know, they they do. They they play an ugly brand of soccer. I mean, whatever it works for them. It got to the playoffs, but uh, it certainly slowed down the game to a crawl and just made it a pretty boring thing to watch overall. Um, you know, I, I, there was I forget. Where I read it, but some some pundit uh, remarked about uh, thank you Red Bulls for knocking out DC United, so we wouldn't have to watch this kind of crappy soccer anymore. So, so that's really it. I mean, because other than that, there's not too too much to complain about. So just that it was a slow, boring plot of a game. That, that's really it. I, I the only reason I'll disagree with that a little bit was because I was I was at the game, so it's a little bit more exciting when you're there. Um, mm-hmm. But my dislike was. Grella hitting the post in the first few minutes, and yeah. that would have uh, brought a lot of relief to everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. And maybe oh, yeah. the game maybe would have changed to that point, being that DC might have had to uh, chase the game and play a little bit more up-tempo, and it wouldn't have been as sloggy as it was, which made no sense anyway, because why was DC playing like they were up two goals to nil? That's, uh, that's maybe, kind of what it looked like. Maybe, maybe uh, Ben Olsen doesn't answer the rules and that, like, he, he thinks that if he earns enough yellow cards, it actually translates to a goal. Uh, I could be wrong, but... Yeah, that's the only way they could have been playing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my dislike, and I, I haven't really done a dislike like this in a while, it's going to the referee. <laughs> Uh-oh, bring uh, it back. Going old school. Oh, uh, jeez, here we go. So I'm pretty sure... And actually, now I have to look it up because I don't remember who it was. So, uh... <clears throat> Well, MLS's website, he's a 
which is a big pain in the ass. Oh, there we go. Let's see. What, what ref? I think it was, it was Ted Uncle, wasn't it? Well, I don't need the referee. I need the player. Uh, I know it's Ted Uncle, which is a surprise that we didn't get a red card because it was Ted Uncle. Um, uh, Chris Rolfe, when you go in late and put your head at the or put your cleat up towards a goalkeeper, especially his head, that's a fucking red card. I don't care. In almost every other league, that's going to be a red card. I don't know how it wasn't in this game. It's well, the refs give it; they take it away. With with the red cards, yeah, I guess. I mean, I I, and I know you argued Zubar wasn't a red card, but that was a lot more clear in my my opinion that it should have been because a red. it was because it was against the Red Bulls. What was that? Because it was against the Red Bulls. I mean, Ted Uncle's the guy that gave uh, Kyle Larrett a red card as the fourth official against the Red Bulls. So I mean, come on. Yeah. Be- uh, it just seems it seems like clear red cards. Red cards are only clear to you. When they're against the Red Bulls, <laughs> are you calling me a homer? Uh, yes, yes, I am, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> no, listen. I, if if I thought Zubars was worthy, I would have said it was a red. But I mean, and, and this is what pissed me off the most about it: Alejandro Moreno on ESPN. It was, and I, I understand having favorites. Like I prefer listening to the Red Bulls broadcast because, uh, yeah, yes, they're a little homerish. But Shep, at least, it seems to be, for the most part, tries to call it down the middle. Um, Alejandro Moreno, though, is like, Rolf has to go for that ball. That's not a red. No, he doesn't have to fucking go for that ball. He was, like, two seconds late to it. Like, you you can't tell me that Rolf didn't have to put his foot up like that and almost take out Robles. It just... So, I, maybe it's more about Moreno than anything else, but that's, that whole sequence kind of pissed me off. Anyway, we won, so let's, let's focus on happy thoughts. Truman, what what did you like about this? Plenty to like. Plenty, plenty, plenty. But I'm going to talk about the day instead of the game. So hopefully you guys are actually going to talk about the game. Um, But what I liked about the game right from the start Mm -hmm. was I saw a lot of people there that I haven't seen in quite a while. A lot of old school people came out for a good old playoff game against D.C., which is always, always fun. Uh, If you're also in the South Ward or you know where the red seat is, they put Mike Vallow's initials on the red seat, so that's now permanently on the seat, which is really, really awesome. And I have to give it up for the Red Bulls again because they broadcast the live Sing Red show, and that was awesome. If you didn't watch it, it's on YouTube. I think it's on the Red Bulls, Red Bulls uh, YouTube page still, uh, or you could just listen to it on the Sing Red you know, the podcast feed. But that was pretty badass, I think, to do an hour-and-a-half-long live show for the game. Uh, I listened to it on the way to the game. Very, very cool, and maybe someday we'll be doing it from um, a dumpster outside the stadium. You never know. So just uh, my overall like was just the, the entire day. The atmosphere was awesome, and uh, watching us to win. I think my like would have to be that, um, you know, we, uh, in two years running, we have knocked D.C. out of the first round. Can't complain about that. Truth, you know. Uh, so it, it's just, it's a beautiful thing, you know. The getting the rivalry knocked out. Um, you know, it, we all worried about Zubar. He was fine in the game, and uh, you know the disappointment we felt two years ago. And a couple on top of that, the disappointment we felt two years ago, having won the Supporters Shield and uh, falling out unso- so unceremoniously against uh, Houston. Uh, we're not feeling that this year, so uh, that that would have to be. 
my big like about this one uh, going forward. I got hard to argue knocking around no. DC. It's, it's hard to argue. I got uh, two kind of like Swiss one. One, many, many sad slash confused Ben Olsen faces on TV is funny. Two, and the more serious one, Bradley Ray Phillips, Ronald Zubar, Matt Miazga, none of them got another yellow card. That is yep. big. Very true. And That's, Do we know... Do we know if they go away? So here's the thing: they do not go away for the next round. So they have to. So all three of those plus Sasha Kleshton because he picked up a yellow card. The four of those cannot pick up a yellow in the next next match, or they will be suspended for like two of the conference finals. Okay. Here's the caveat: if they make it to the second leg of the conference finals, that's really when the reset happens because you can't take a yellow card suspension into MLS Cup. Okay. Which is the weirdest thing ever, but it kind of makes sense. And uh, actually, I'm yeah. going to throw, throw a third leg in here. We, we talked about DC playing ugly. They see a lot of possession to the Red Bulls. They invited everything. The Red Bulls this year have not been the best team when put in that position, and they held their own against DC. Like, they didn't... They were a lot more patient than they have been. They are willing to um, get the ball up. I think... Uh, and, and maybe this is just me reading too much into it, but the goal where uh, Gonzalo Verón got the ball back and then fed Ray Phillips. I am not completely sure, but I have a suspicion that that was an intentional giveaway to advance positioning on the field, which which would fit in with um, the idea of uh, whatever the hell... Gen Gen, I, I call it Gen Gen Pressing, but I have no idea if that's what you call it. Um, but that philosophy that um, apparently some of the guys that went to Metro... And I, I, and I say I say this not wanting to incite any. <laughs> I, I buy into the idea of the team using that philosophy, that playing style. And I feel like that was what facilitated the goal with, with Verone, where it was intentionally. Uh, it was a ball that was intentionally flown over the top. Verone chased down the, the defender, put him into a position where he couldn't get away from Verone, and then Verone capitalized on it. And the pass he made was absolutely delicious. Yes, it was like right past the outstretched Hamid, and it was just perfect. Oh. His beauty. Yeah, it was. Right. And in front uh, of the South, which is nice. Well, yeah. All right, uh, so since we have no guests, let's, uh, is, is there anything you guys want to talk about this game before we move on? Well, I just want to break it down some numbers for you guys. Just break it down some numbers here uh, to make fun of DC a little bit more. Uh, two shots on target. In two games for DC, and they're both so, in the second game too. Right? Yeah, none in the first game, two in this. So, so suck on that. Uh, we played DC five times this year. Five times, four wins, one draw, two goals given up, and that was in DC's uh, one home game, which we they were up two 0 We came back and tied. So how about a suck on that? And if I'm not mistaken, we scored nine. Nine goals for, two goals against. Two goals in one game, which ended in a draw. I mean, if that's not sweet, I don't know what sweet is. Because that is, it's still fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Did you have any other numbers, or was that it? Oh, that, those were my those were my uh, numbers okay. I have written down here. If you have any more you'd like to add to make to pile on, um, I don't know. I think it's funny that they got more yellow cards than they did goals, but 
<laughs> well, that was easy. I mean, all they need to do was get one. True. Get carded once. They had the same amount of shots on goals as the yellow cards in this whole match. It's kind of funny. And I'm I'm still waiting for uh, Fabian Spindle to show up to the series. Is he is he showing up yet or no? Uh, maybe not. No. Yeah. Did, I, did he I, forget I, when we were playing? I think the suspension from last year kind of you know made him realize that he was just uh, just going to show his face around New York anymore. No, but but I mean he said he wanted to play us. That's what he said. He said he'd bring on the Red Bulls, right? Maybe he forgot how to get to the stadium. I don't know. I think it's training hard yesterday. His frowny face just won't go away. <laughs> that that's all I can think of was that frowny face in the one team photo a couple of years ago. All right, uh, Pat. Anything else for this uh, for the series uh, game, whatever? Uh, nope, I'm good. All right, so um, like I said, we don't have a guest. We're still going to talk about the uh, United States men's teams games, but first, just a real quick update on the playoff picture. So, oh, I got we got to talk about the playoffs too. Yeah. So, on the other side of the Eastern Conference, uh, Columbus came back from a 2-1 loss in the first leg. Um, this uh, won 3-1 in extra time, which I think it was 2-1 going into. It was. You would be correct. And then, so they won 4-3 aggregate in extra time. So, the Red Bulls will not be seeing Didier Drogba and his streak of goals since coming in. But we will be Sorry. seeing Kai Kamara and uh, Ethan his Finley streak again. of goals. <laughs> well, um, so that first leg, which we'll we will preview next week, but that first game will be on uh, where is it? November twenty second, five p.m. Uh, the other, uh, the Western Conference, you had uh, FC Dallas come back in dramatic fashion against Seattle. Um, if you have not watched that game, go. Go start at like, I want it to like the 65th minute, and just watch the rest of that game because it was just crazy. That's uh, I will say one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. And the only thing that was disappointing was that it did come down to penalties. Uh, to penalties. And you know some games, some games you're totally fine with penalties at the end, but this was just so exciting in those final yeah freaking 25 30 minutes. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable action. You were hoping someone was going to get a goal there uh, in the extra, you know, in extra time. Yeah, that game. Man, I, I, lo- I loved it. That game did not deserve penalty kicks. I'm no, it, it did it. Some games do, some games don't. That certainly did not. And if you watch the penalties, Seattle clearly invented taking bad penalty kicks. Uh, I mean, brutal. Brutal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the other half of the Western Conference, um, Portland went into Vancouver. Both game or both teams tied at zero goals, and they got two on the road. So Portland advances, the only lower seed to make it out of the uh, conference semifinal round. Well, and let's talk about that. Okay, so you had no score going into the second game. Portland scores first, and Vancouver does nothing. 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 <laughs> They didn't even look like they were like like DC. They're playing like DC, where they didn't no, think they, they were losing. They weren't even playing like DC because DC intentionally was slowing the game down. I don't think Vancouver was trying to slow the game down. They just couldn't do they, anything. They had nothing, and maybe that's just great quality Portland play. Um, but I didn't, mean, that didn't was one of, embarrassing. Didn't one of Vancouver's stars go down earlier in that game? 
Mm, maybe I don't remember everything. Okay. But... I'll I'll look up the subs. I think yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember the top of my head, but I need to look it up. Yeah, you know, like maybe Kakutamata went down, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Still, I mean that was oh man, that was ugly. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, Mana came out in the 26th minute. Yeah, I mean that's so, a big I mean, loss. Uh, but I mean that being said, you know Vancouver was not playing well. Uh, at the end of the season anyway. And, uh, you know, it just kind of carried over into the playoffs. Yeah, that's another ri- reason why we were actually able to uh, go get the Shield, because they definitely yeah, flopped at the end. Yeah. So, uh, so the Western Conference, it'll be FC Dallas host, or FC Dallas is the top seed against Portland as the bottom. So that game will be... Where's the stupid schedule? I went away from it. That was a mistake on my part. Um, so that game will be the first one uh, on a 7.30 p.m. on the 22nd. The second round legs, and I know this is something we're going to talk about, so I might as well do it now. Uh, the second round, the uh, second leg of the rounds, we know the date is the 29th of uh, November, um, Thanksgiving weekend. We know one game is going to be at 5, one game is at 7.30, but we don't know which is when. Yeah, makes that makes lots of sense. Presumably, it'll be hopefully the Red Bulls at five and Portland at seven thirty, since you know West Coast and all that stuff. But still, yeah, like, they know they on. know what day they got the times. They know where everyone's playing. What what's the deal? What's the deal, MLS? And here's the thing: you know, Fox Sports One isn't taking the five o'clock game because of football, right? So it's not even like it's not. And, and presumably, it comes down to ESPN and Fox Sports One arguing over who gets what. There's only two games. Just do a fucking coin flip. Like, yeah, seriously. Just listen them now. Oh, I want Portland. I want the Portland beards. <laughs> yeah, I love them Portland beards. Ah, man. All right, so um, let's go into our previews for the United States opening up World Cup qualifying this week. Uh, two games coming up. First one, uh, they will be hosting St. Vincent and the Grenadines uh, Friday, November 13th, 6.30 p.m. That game is on uh, ESPN2. Sounds and like a band. It does. St. Vincent <laughs> and the Grenadines. Isn't that a band? Yeah. A synth pop yeah. band? I thought it, I thought it was uh, something you added to your drink. <laughs> Grenadines? I think it is. So is St. Yeah. Vincent and the Grenadines a mixed drink then? Let's, fi- let's find out and then make it for the game. <laughs> Uh, so the second game uh, on Tuesday, November 17th, they'll be traveling down to Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, that game will start at, for some reason, it's listed at 6.25 p.m. I don't know why 6.25, but uh, 6.25 on BN Sports. So uh, if you want to watch that game, make sure you be in. What I will say is, for those of you that have uh, the Fubo.tv, that's F-U-B-O.tv, they carry BN Sports on there, so you can get live um, let, let's. We do have a call up though. At least uh, Matt Miazga finally gets called into the senior team, so he will presumably be captain one of these games. And cap, cap that man. Yeah. If he gets in one of these two games, he will be cap tied uh, yeah, for the yeah, states sure. and will not be eligible to play for any other country. Um, on the flip side, Dax McCarty, Sasha Kleshin is still getting snubbed by Klinsman, despite McCarty being arguably one of the best. Uh, midfielders in MLS this year. It's, it's okay. Baffling. It's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind right now. That's all right. <laughs> they can snub um, them for a few weeks. That's fine. Uh, I think 
Kamar Lawrence is going to be playing for Jamaica, maybe. I don't remember off the top of my head if he is or not. Um, yeah, he is. I know Ray Phillips was in talks with Jamaica, but they, they're going to let him go until the end of the year before they, I guess, try to bring him into a camp. Um, I don't think there's any other players at the moment that are going to... Maybe Carl Womet for Canada. Yep. Uh, I think that's it, though. Um, so let's talk for a quick about these games. Uh, I'm not going to talk much about it because I... One, haven't been following the rest of the United States enough to know who's doing what. And honestly, I couldn't give her two shits about these games. <laughs> I just expected, I expect this team's going to win. But that's, that's very un-American. Uh, whatever. Very un-American. Whatever. I'm still going to watch. I just don't really care. Yeah. So, all right. But, but, but Pat, th- this is your wheelhouse. So why don't you take us through them? Uh, you know, it's, I don't hate Clemson's lineup uh, in this game. Um, you know, I do like the fact that he's brought in players, MLS guys like Darlington Nagby and Matt Miazga. Not that I, Nagby, I expect uh, you to see a little bit more of than uh, Miazga. Miazga, at best, I think might get a cap-tying substitution late in, uh, late in the game, but that's about it. Um, you know, it, it's it really... It, let's face it, the U.S. should destroy St. Vincent Grenadines on, uh, on Friday night. I mean, they should. They're, they're the home team. They're going to be playing to about 45,000 people. Uh, there's really no excuses for Klinsman and company in this one. Um, you know, so I expect it. I expect it with the players they have. I, I definitely disagree with some decisions made um, about, you know, who was brought on and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, that's Klinsman for you. Uh, and then as for Trinidad, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's going to be a tough game uh, away. Uh, and, you know, the... The U.S. national team has struggled against teams like that, uh, like Trinidad, recently on home soil. So um, I, I kind of think the U.S. Had, out of this one, I mean, scoreline, I'm going to say 4-1 against St. Vincent and Grenadines, but I'm going to say let's say 1-1 in Trinidad Tobago. And now i got to go buy some stuff at Target. <laughs> That's American, I guess, is buying stuff at Target. So he breaks it down. <laughs> now, here's a question. Are you breaking it down the second game in Target? Uh, I, you know, it's kind of expect the same crap from, uh, from, uh, you know, Clemson in game two, or actually then again, knowing Clemson, it could be entirely different crap. So, uh, he's an unpredictable coach, you know, you you really have no idea what he's going to do, uh, on any given day. So, uh, we shall see. Uh, Truman, you have any thoughts on this stuff? America. (laughs) Uh, not really. Um, but, you know, we're playing a country that no one's even heard of, so at home, uh, in a baseball field, so I guess you got to go win that one, right? That, that's like the must win. So, oh, it's definitely a must win. So here, here's a question. There was the quote-informed rumor that Grant Wall put out this week uh, that if Clinton doesn't get six points, he's fired. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys think of that? Wasn't he going to get fired if he lost that game against Mexico? Well, come on. Not, you can't always be right. Right, yes, you know. Yeah, uh, we don't we get out of Yeah, I know. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if uh, if he lost the same thing in Grenadines and wasn't fired, then there is no god. <laughs> they, they lose the first game. Bruce Arena comes in and immediately whoops Trinidad Tobago like seven <laughs> nothing. Oh yeah, they could bring in any coach and it's probably a better result. I mean, Bruce Arena's just sitting on the Fox Studios right now, looking sad. So I mean, why not, right? <laughs> He exactly. was kind of looking fiendishly evil a few times during those broadcasts. That's true. Like I, only, I only caught him once or twice. Like, I, didn't, I don't think I watched it after the Seattle loss. Wait, did I? Yeah, I did. 
But yeah, he was like he was like mixing between like sad Bruce Arena and like I'm ready to fucking kill somebody, Bruce Arena. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> pretty wild flips. Um, the ever ever perky Bruce Arena. <laughs> All right, so uh, wait, but wait before we move on, Pat. Okay. You said you are in Target right now shopping. Yes, sir. Well, now I grabbed a uh, Gatorade, and now I'm actually leaving because they have self-checkout here. Oh, I was hoping you were going to ask someone in, in Target to get their prediction on the game. Well, he's at self-checkout. <laughs> ask the self-checkout cashier. I didn't know they had self-checkout at Target. Apparently, some do. It's, it's new. It's new. Yeah, they, they, they wow. not always have self-checkout here. Hmm. makes my life a lot easier, so I don't have to be like continue on the phone while some like cashier gets mad at me for being on the phone. Well, we'd have just gotten them involved. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, uh, well, I'm, you're gonna get somebody, Pat, or should we move on? Oh no, I'm in. I'm back in the car. <laughs> that was a very quick self check out, apparently. That was. Oh, they got the Gatorade right there in the uh, the, the things right by the aisles. It makes it so much easier. Makes it so easy. I need my Gatorade before I play some rec league soccer. Not like it's gonna help me run faster, but <laughs> no, but maybe no. Never mind. Anyway, um, so. We're not doing ter- a Truman's Terrible Team of the Week anymore. Just want to make sense. Or, no, but I sense. I think we will give that to um, Vancouver. Hey, so yeah. I thought we'd give it to DC, but okay. I, I you know I would um, if DC was the team playing at home in the second leg. Sure, uh, DC was not heavily favored to move on. Not like Vancouver was heavily favored to move on, but just I think just the lack of days ago, they the way they played, having that second game at home. That's pretty terrible. And I mean, come on, Vancouver, you took on Portland, what, four days or three days after they went 120 minutes plus penalty kicks? Right. Yeah, I couldn't get anything. So. All right. So then uh, let's move on to the dumping ground then. So we already, we already talked about the playoff scheduling. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, the Pat's driving the loudest car I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I'm getting that fixed next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think yeah. the only thing the only thing we'll pile on a little bit is um, for the next Red Bulls home game. I, again, do we have to yell at the fans to get there on time? Apparently, because again, it was a very late arriving crowd. Um, yep. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I expect the place is going to be full. Tickets are going to be very, very scarce for this game. Yeah, I, so I think they already are. Yeah, if they're going to be scarce, you got to show up on time, man. You really do. You got to be there, ready for kickoff. And we know the fans have done it because they've done it in the past. They certainly did it against Smurf City in two games. Everyone was there on time for those. So if you can get there on time for a game against a shitty expansion team, you can get there on time for uh, what will be the biggest home game in Red Bulls history. And and the Jets and Giants both apparently play at one that day. Right, so, unusual. Whichever, well, I know we we Trim and I were talking about this while you were getting into her or whatever. But apparently, the Jets Giants will play at one on that day, which is a very rare occurrence. So, and but the first game probably being a five, even if you well, if you're at the game, the Jets game, you're probably not making it back to New York by <laughs> no. five. But on the bright side, there's no football game on TV to watch to be like, oh, I'm going to stay home. Like that's right. You have a reason to be there now. Why don't you just? Get to the area early, get to the area around 12 o'clock, park your car, tailgate or whatever, and hit up one of the 400 local bars that you can go to. Bars, restaurants are all over. Watch your respective team's game. Games be over by 4 o'clock, 4.15, and then get your butt to the stadium. 
Not that or, hard. Or, not or that's hard. Or tailgating a lot and bring a, a TV with an antenna. It's not right. like those are hard to get anymore. And they invented things called DVRs. You know, you could you could record a game. They've been doing that since the eighties with the VCR. You know. You, you can record it. Watch yeah, it when you get home. I'll it's, probably it's be, a regular I'll probably season be game. driving home from New Jersey at that point. Right. <laughs> Those are regular yeah, season stuff. There's yeah. no baseball. Actually, no. That's Thanksgiving weekend. I'll probably be home already at that point. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, there is. I think there is one more thing we absolutely have to mention is the Twitter account, uh, the, the WWE Universe account, which Wait, is hold one on, of hold their, on, like, what? Right. I want. I want. I, I have something else. I, I want to end on this. Or I don't. I want to end on yours because yours is more interesting. Um, um, oh, you want to? If you want to end on that, then I've got other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just because okay. what I want to talk about is not as interesting, so I figured might as well throw it in here now. Mm. Uh, just the real listeners. quick. Real quick. Uh, MLS unveiled their key dates for off-season stuff. I'm not going to go through all of them. Uh, let's see. The big ones are. Uh, starting on December 8th, which is two days after MLS Cup, is the first ever free aging period in MLS history. Wow. Ooh. Um, Will the Red Bulls sign Cespedes, I wonder? December <laughs> 11th is the first stage of the Rianchi draft. Um, January 7th to 12th is the player combine, and January 14th is the super draft, which will be in, uh, I believe it's Baltimore this year. Yes. Uh, Can we all get to the draft this year? Will that be possible? I plan on on being there. I mean, I am the closest to it, so... Can we make this happen? (laughs) You know, hmm, uh, we'll talk to you offline. I have an idea. Oh, oh boy. All right. Oh, boy. We'll tell anyone. We'll we'll talk offline. All right, but anyway, Pat, your your stuff, so we can end on Truman's Uh, WWE stuff. Is it just me, or does Patrick Vera already seem uh, clueless about MLS? <laughs> well, them hiring him. Was- Here's a bigger question: Are you surprised? Uh, no, not at all. I so mean, there you go. I, City Football Group is clueless. Period. I mean, they don't know what they're doing. The fact that they got—I mean, we we talked about the fact they got rid of Price after one year it was ridiculous. Compatriot, I would have played track to football. All right, good luck, especially on that field. Isn't that every single coach's thing? I want to play track to football. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially all the European ones. Like, I want to play track to football. Okay, good luck. You know, no, because nobody's going to nobody's going to come in and say, "I want to play football that wins," <laughs> because that's because that doesn't imply any any kind of like actual that'd be me. scoring. That would be me. I'd be like, if you can get me a one legged striker who can score twenty goals a season, I don't give a shit. Me <laughs> the one legged striker who can score me twenty goals because he would yeah. actually be valuable. Exactly. You know. So. uh and then uh, I guess the other thing would be uh, there's a rumor that popped up on NBC Sports not so long ago. Actually, I think Grant Wall reported it first, but uh, that uh, Giassi Zardes is, has a $3 million, or L.A. has a $3 million offer on the table from an unnamed championship side team uh, in England to get Giassi Zardes, uh, to which I say I'd say it's a lateral movement and not an upgrade. Uh, I'm just not one of those people who thinks because Europe they must be better. Uh, unless it's a team that's in a promotion battle, F that. Do not go. Uh, although he probably does need to find a team where he can play that forward. How would they afford that? How would they afford what? How, how would LA afford another player? Well, if you're getting uh, get $3 million in transfer fees, we're in hot. I guess. But uh, apparently another part of that rumor is that apparently uh, MLS is adding more of that TAM money, which I forget what it means. Targeted but, uh, allocation. That's, that's the buy down to designated player contracts. 
there you go. There, there, there's, there's rumors they're going to add more of that money. So oh. wait, so, so the rule uh, that they just made up this year, they're already going to change. Yep, they're already going to change it. Yeah, damn it. Come on, MLS. It, it's yeah, it's one of those things where you're just like, for fuck's sake, just, just raise the damn salary cap. Cut the bullshit. Come on, just take it easy. Well, take I mean, easy. the cap, the cap's already going up next year by the CBA. But just can we just cut this shit out where we just have a rule and it just apply and we just don't change any rules for like two, three years? Nope, Seriously. nope. Yeah. Wait till the new teams come in. Just wait. Oh yeah. God, yeah. that's right. Uh, L- LAFC and Atlanta are starting in 2017. God damn it, that's gonna suck. But I don't care if they're adding more for the team's budget. I really don't. I just wish they'd simplify it and just a stupid rule. Like, they could come out tomorrow and be like, uh, yeah, we're raising the salary uh, cap for the Ingleberry Extraordinary uh, rule. And I'd be like, all right, cool. You know, just make it simple. Like, cut with all the bullshit you clearly want. You clearly know you can afford better players. You clearly know you want a better product on the field. Just fucking raise the cap. That's all I ask. That's it. Make it simple. I know enough so, of this. Enough of this. We want to be one of the top leagues in the in the world. This is not how you become one of the top leagues in the world. So yeah, along exactly. along with that, you know, we have free agency starting this year. It's not real free agency, people. Twenty eight yeah. years old and eight years of MLS service, and you can only go up so many so much in terms of percentage of your previous contract. <laughs> it's just like yeah, that's real free agency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's free agency into MLS terms, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let's, let's end this one on a good note, Truman. Okay, so as I was saying, um, the WWE Universe Twitter account, which is one of WWE's, I don't know, three or four accounts that they have. They've got their why, network Why they account. need that one, I don't know. But I, I don't either. I think the Universe is just for retweeting things that happen outside the regular WWE world. And this certainly counted when a person on Twitter, I, I retweeted it. I'm not going to remember his name offhand. And then it was uh, reposted a few times. He caught the South Ward. We were playing uh, the John Cena song on uh, trumpet. And WWE retweeted the video of it. It's awesome. And, of course, we, were, awesome. Chanting, we were chanting, United sucks. Which I have to, uh, which I have to say, I actually I heard the trumpet over that on TV. Well, the trumpet is damn loud, and it was really close to the uh, what, what, likes were, which were right on the capos. Yeah. What I heard more was uh, the Southward doing the New Day version of it, which was that, yeah. So what I heard was that, and then I guess I don't know who the trumpet player is, but I guess he didn't know how to play that, so he started playing the John Cena theme. Which was so great. Yeah. Amazing. And I'm glad that the WWE noticed and posted the video. I think that's awesome. That's good. That is good. That's wrestling news. That's interesting, folks. That's right. I mean, we, we could talk about the 16-man tournament for the WWE title, but I guess... We, we'll we could talk about Wayne Rooney slapping Wade Barrett in the face. And Dude. somehow Wade Barrett, who's nine feet tall, gets knocked onto his ass by three feet tall Wayne Rooney. And, and the slot that barely connected, too. Yeah, even, Rooney, even, a Hobbit. Even from you looked it seriously, like I, like when I see Rooney on a on a full, on a soccer field, I don't even think anything of his size. But the dude was small compared to Wade Barrett. Like that's just he and was, also Seamus. Seamus was going on about Gary Neville for some reason or another. I think he really hates Gary Neville. Well, I mean, he's a Liverpool fan, so there's a good reason to hate him. But well, he's in he was in England, so why not? Yeah. I mean, oh, it was great. 
I mean, that was some fun trash talk. Not for the American fans who have no idea who these guys are, but when you're like a soccer fan and there's Wayne Rooney and they're talking trash on him and, oh, God, that was funny. That was some good stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we wrap this up, any last thing you want to talk about? Just making sure. Uh. Good luck to everyone taking the bus. Well, I guess we're going to talk about that next week, but taking yeah, the bus to Columbus, which sounds like it's going to be um, insane. And I mean insane is like not sleeping for an entire day, probably. Nice. But plenty of time to get into that next week. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at whatsmetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. You can help us by supporting the show at patreon.com slash red bull rant. You can email us during the week at redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us at 973-348-5329 on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Doc the Stooge myself, at PMAC DA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show there. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or SoundCloud.com slash Red hyphen Bull hyphen Rant. Last words before we get out of here. Hey, America, why don't you go out and win and beat that country no one's ever heard about? Yeah, USA all the way. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 168 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls, and then this week, go USA. Peace out. Late. Still according to the official stats, DC United yet to have an effort on target 